Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I, I guess we'll 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 have our cold, cold open be us uh, talking about the inevitable lateral stupidity at the end of this game. So I've been meaning to to ask um, if anyone in our group chat uh, happened to see the um, uh, the E sixty documentary thing about um, the Stanford Cal um, like lateral. I don't. I I never saw it. It was good. I um, wonder. I wonder if that will be relevant in the in, there, in in the next six seconds. No, no chance it's relevant unless I mean, yeah, I guess unless they do some great laterals. But um, it was great because like they interviewed like all the the people in the band, like mm-hmm. all these like nerds, and it was it was just hilarious because <laughs> they they were like um, like. Um, you know, like Cal Stanford has this like MSU Michigan like vibe where like Stanford is obviously Michigan, but like the Stanford band was like they were known as like the fuck ups of like the whole school basically. Still are. Yeah, and like I guess okay, cool. So um <laughs> like they had like they had a thing where like they're they're out on the field and just like one guy, like the whole band is in a line and just one guy is like playing, you know, the trumpet, but he's sitting in a, in a real toilet, just like out (laughs) on the field. (laughs) And they were like, they were like, yeah, everyone was so hungover. Um, Like the day of the, of the game, like they, they just like rallied at like, they had this like hangout where the band would hang out. um, And like, they just drank beer and ate donuts the morning before. So they were all drunk. And um, I mean, and carb, carb, you know, and just load. Yeah. 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 Some of the carb, girls, carb the girls, women. the girls they interviewed were all like, yeah, we didn't, we didn't, I didn't like beer. So I just ate some donuts, but yeah, everyone was drinking. And, <laughs> and this one guy was like, yeah, we were walking, we were walking down the street to the game and like talking shit about John Elway. And this woman was like, Hey, that's my son like it was like john always mom and uh um she offered them uh, a glass of champagne <laughs> as you do yeah. as you do 
Um, just a whole bunch there. Uh, wow, that was it. That I mean, <laughs> Jim Caldwell finally was right that Aaron Rodgers could not throw a Hail Mary. <laughs> um, like that was really like what they came up with. That was would, would you would you like better? You like that, or do you like last year when they couldn't spike it and they would have had one play from the from the twenty yard line basically to win the game? Yeah. They were they lost by six last year, so they got <sighs> oh were they regressed? I guess they regressed. Well, I blame Brett Mark. Zeke Elliott gave the snap on that. <laughs> that was like the formation that got uh, the guy from the Colts fired. Remember that? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get started. Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast, a divisional version of the Touchline Media Group because it's divisional playoff round and some games happened uh, if, of the football variety. I don't acknowledge soccer this weekend because, um, yeah, well, anyways, uh, I'm your host, Asa, aka The Twig. Uh, we may or may not be joined by my co-host, Napoleon Gregg, aka The Stump. He, uh, at last... Uh, check-in was flying, so uh, don't know if he'll be joining us. We'll see. Um, this episode is brought to you by Smith Workforce Management Group, whoever Blue Wire decides to put in, Paramount Plus, and uh, Swoveralls uh, reached out to us uh, about potentially advertising. So they've been getting free advertisements for like two weeks now. Uh, let's see if they decide to pay us. I'm excited to find out. Uh, I am joined in this episode by a resident NFL expert and all-around good guy, uh, Nick. Nick, how are you? Great, Asa. How about yourself? Oh, I'm I'm phenomenal because, um, like, I, I obviously like as a as a Lions fan, like I, I I have a ton of experience in um enjoying playoff football that does not include my team, um, and I feel like we 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 got results sort of across the board that I was okay with outside of one, and the one that I wasn't okay with was was the one that um was the most predictable. Um, I, I would have really liked if the Trevor Lawrence doesn't lose on Saturdays thing continued. Um, short of that, I, I more or less got what I what I expected and and wanted. I guess sort of. That was a nasty backdoor cover by Jacksonville. I know you're saying like it was the most predictable, but I mean, they te- technically, if you bet on Jacksonville at the spread, you you did win, which was disgusting because they, I mean, Mahomes <laughs> Mahomes getting hurt and then. I mean, it was just kind of weird because it was like Mahomes getting hurt, then Chad Henney drives him 95 yards or whatever. 99 yards. 99 yards or whatever. <laughs> or I guess 98. I, I guess that ball was 98. Too. I was going to say 98 yards or whatever at first, but yeah. I was like, it wasn't actually 98, was it? <laughs> <laughs> so I just said 95 just around. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and then and then Mahomes, like – kind of like tanking the Chiefs by by playing for a series when he really shouldn't have played. And yeah. they were just calling like running plays and he like couldn't move at all. And then just like a few series in the second half where Mahomes didn't really do anything. Outside so, of oh. outside of the one time. 
right? Yeah, the one. Oh yeah, yeah. He did have he did he had a drive to win the game for sure. Um, right in the second half, that was. Although not not really not really only in retrospect can we say that it was a, a game winning drive because um like I guess we're going to talk about that game first um I know that there are worse moments in a in an athlete's life than what Jamal Agnew went through. Um, I'm, I'm positive. There are worse moments. There are worse mistakes. Um, things are worse than that, but damn, if that doesn't hurt. <laughs> oh yeah. It's a fumble, uh, you know, so close to first, first and goal down 10 with five right. and a half minutes left. Um, against, I, I, I mean, a, a wounded best team in the league, but still the best team in the league. Um, I think that this game looks a ton different if you have a hobbled Mahomes up three against the Jaguars with five left than it does if with him up 10. You know, yeah, def- def- definitely. If they would have scored a touchdown, if they would have converted that into a touchdown. I mean, yeah. Or even, or even gotten the, the field goal. I mean, you get points there and it's a one score game. And so, you know, that three and out that comes next. I know game state is a thing, like you can't sort of go one-to-one, but um, I I think that that game does look different if, if Jamal Agnew doesn't fumble like right there. And that's, that's rough. Um, well, that for, play in, in Kirk, Kirk dropping the. Oh, the um, one time they go deep. Yeah. I, I, I do think that like, as much as, as we love the Jaguars and, and as much as I personally think Doug Peterson is a great coach, I mean, it's borne out. Um, the fact that that offense didn't go deep after getting their guy in the matchup they wanted open with a good, not great, not amazing, but good throw. Like, I don't know why you don't, why don't, why you don't test that the rest of the game. But I think like what everyone said in the off season was right. Even though everyone was hilariously wrong about Christian Kirk. Okay. He deserved the bag. He got the bag. Yeah. So everyone was freaking out about that for no reason. But if you forget about that, everyone was basically right in that, like, Trevor Lawrence with these weapons is not going to go. Like, they need, they still, he still needs more weapons. He needs better weapons. I mean, um, his, his wide receivers, I guess, conceptually two and three are a past his prime Marvin Jones Jr. And it uh, doesn't matter where he is in his prime Zay Jones. Like, that's not right, going exa- to get exactly. you anywhere. Like, we, like there weren't any like Zay Jones deep targets in this game. And, but at the end they were throwing like a, they were regularly throwing like the desperation attempts were to Marvin Jones. Right. Um, which is cool. I, I, I like Marvin Jones. Like I, you know, I, I always just point out the guys who used to play for the lions, <laughs> um, you know, that are still playing in the playoffs. So. And, and um, but, but the thing is, is that like Marvin Jones is our age, which means he's old. Like we're, yeah, we're, that's the thing. Is like Marvin Marvin Jones like used to play with Stafford and like went to a play, Rams playoff game last year like to support Stafford. Like, like he's there to like, you know, he's a good locker room guy, good chemistry guy for Trevor Lawrence. But he's right. not going to be like, you know, the reason they're in the championship game. No, so. and 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 you you go down the list, and then it's like okay. Um, beyond that, you have Evan Ingram who had a hell of a rookie year and nothing since um you know well he, no, had, he really came on he came on this year sure but like that's not that's not a championship 
Like it's it's not no, like no, no. Can, like what I'm saying is that like it's not like you can like with, like with a lot of those Tom Brady teams, it was like he had one wide receiver and Gronk. And I'm saying that but, Evan Evan Ingram is not a good enough tight end to make this okay. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. You're right. And um they already have a leg up on the offseason because they've already acquired Calvin Ridley. They know he's gonna be a part of their wide receiver room next year. They know Kurt Are they betting on it? They're betting on it. They're betting the house on it. <laughs> it's off the board. You can't bet on it. Um, well, you shouldn't bet on it. But yeah, I mean, next year, I, th- I think that Jacksonville, you know, there's no reason for them to regress, which means that they probably will. But um, replacing Marvin Jones Jr. with Calvin Ridley, you, you return most, if not all, um, of your core offensively, at the very least. Um, I think I think that this is a really good team. But that all all of that is sort of like we're talking about the Jags because that's what this podcast seems to do. But the reality is, is that like the Chiefs are really good and they lost their number one receiver and they're still really good. And I think that well, that's also, also the way to beat the Jags is through the air and they didn't cover Travis Kelsey like for the whole game. I mean, 14 receptions is obscene. That's something you do in video games when you're like, oh, I want this guy to break the receptions record. So you throw a ton of screens, except that this is Travis Kelsey. Yeah. I mean, I, I was joking uh, because a lot of the tight ends um, in these games uh, this weekend were just doing this play where you just like you you start like you're blocking, but it's really a fake. Oh, the wide and, delay is what I, yeah, I think. Yeah, that that's just, the, yeah. Yeah. So it's just like you're you're like my dad was like that's the kelsey that's the kelsey play i'm like i'm like the lions do that a ton the lions were just like anybody can do that we don't need to pay hawkinson you know no michigan uh in college does that a ton they've been doing it for like two three years um like two three four times a game because it's super super difficult to cover (laughs) like you have to be incredibly disciplined to do it you know at at the nfl level let alone the college level yeah, no, exactly. Um, but but I I, th- I think like I don't know. I, I am beginning to worry, and I know that this is a big deal. I'm beginning to worry that we're already putting Mahomes into the I'm bored category, which is why it's like, is Josh Allen the guy? Is Lamar Jackson the guy? Is Joe Burrow gonna no, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league and will be for the foreseeable future. Um Well he I mean he got the MVP. He like snatched it from uh, Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts Hurts got injured. Um, he got, well, hurt anyways. Yeah, he got <laughs> he got hurt. Um, Dude, uh, in in the words of Childish Gambino, he did his name like Princess Die. <laughs> but um, <laughs> which is one of my favorite rap lyrics of all time. <laughs> but I think but, Mahomes. I I don't think like because of Kelsey's age and because they haven't. You know, none of the Chiefs receivers has really emerged. Maybe Tony will in the next, you know, the next year or so. Um, yeah, I mean, nobody's special in that in that receiving court. I mean, you you go through it, and it's like outside of outside of Kelsey, you had Tony doing. But you're saying, but you're saying it's like Mahomes. You know, I mean, if they win the Super Bowl this year, it, it will be oh, Mahomes is king again. Blah blah blah. But, um, you know, Burrow 
head to head has been very successful against Mahomes and Mahomes is injured. So I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be counting your chickens just, just yet on Mahomes. Well, I, I, I think the thing is with Mahomes and especially like Mahomes versus other quarterbacks, um, Burrow's really good. I like Joey Burrow. Joey Burrow has, has been a, a, a I've, I've been a fan of his since um, he decided that he was the most fun quarterback in college and like just sort of went with it. Um, also, he he uh, got, what's his name? Joe Brady, way overpaid, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and, and those receivers, Jesus. And, yes, lots of that. Um, but but like the the, like you look at the Bengals and it's like, how many how many wide receivers on the Bengals would be the number one wide receiver, not tight end, obviously, but would be the number one receiver in two. Um, two you don't think Boyd? Of course, I don't think Boyd. <laughs> I, I I heard people saying this uh, on, on Twitter, um, and I very much disagree that Boyd is the number one receiver. I, I even think Higgins being a number one receiver is borderline. Um, I think I think Higgins, I'll give it, I understand what people are saying. Yeah. His receivers are stacked. Higgins is yeah. a very, 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 very good number two to have because of his size. Right, and and he complements Chase really, really well. Yeah. Um, but that's not necessarily the best wide receiver complement in in the league still alive, um, because Devonte Smith and AJ Brown are both very, very good at, at football. Um, yeah, I mean Devonte Smith is a you know, historical outlier based on his size, obviously, but he, um, he just has this ability to never really take a big hit. He's never. It's super weird. It's, yeah. it's, it's like the, the thing that Lamar Jackson had until I guess this year, but like that ability to just like not take hits straight on. And I don't, I don't understand how he does it at what, what is he? He's, he's listed at like six one one sixty or whatever. It was funny earlier this year, Warren Sharp put out a video on Twitter that was, it was like this, uh, he was trying to throw shade at Tyler Lockett because it was this like minute long highlight reel of him catching the ball like 10 or 15 yards down the field and just going down right away <laughs> instead of, instead of taking a huge hit. And he was trying to say this was bad somehow. No, that's like, great. Save, like saving all this mileage on you, like you're Tyler Lockett. Like, how do you think you're going to stay in the NFL? Like if you're My, taking big hits yeah. from linebackers over the middle your whole career, like no. No, and, and plus it's like it's not like you're gonna lower if you're Tyler Lockett or Devontae Smith, but Tyler Lockett, like it's not like you're gonna lower your shoulder into Fred Warner and get an extra yard. No, the play play's over. Yeah. Like you're you're done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like what whether whether you would like to be done or not, you are done in this scenario. Um but just going back to, to this Chiefs Jags game before we get on to to everything else, um, I think I, I'm I'm very excited for Trevor Lawrence. Um, I'm very excited for the Jags. I think that the the fact that they've been able to cobble together a, a, a three man group of Etienne, um, Kirk, and Ridley without completely hemorrhaging themselves is really really good. It's the way that you build teams. So I think I think surrounding Lawrence with guys who can do a job, um, I think that they're like a you know somebody dro- dropping in the draft at tight end away from being very very interesting next year. Ooh yeah, so who do you want them to take? Uh, I mean, Mayer? I, 
Yeah, I mean, I would love for that. I think I think Mayer would be would be great for them. But I I also think that there's like uh, there's a number of like sort of tangential options um, that I don't I can't think of right now. I'm going to look this up while you talk about the wonder of whatever you'd like to talk about. Give me a second. There are kind of a lot of tight ends. Um, the guy from Iowa, um, Kincaid, or what's the other one? Tucker Craft. Um, so yeah, I haven't really looked at it. That so much. I, who who I'm thinking of is like like the, the 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 type of guy who I'm thinking of is like you look at like a what's a good what what's a good example is uh I think I think that Darnell Washington is actually who I think is like the perfect style of tight end for them. Who's you know he's he's huge. He's six seven two seventy. Um, yeah, he's a he's a freak, but no production. Right, but it's the type of thing where it's like if he's your fourth option on every single pass play behind Etienne out of the backfield and the two wide receivers Ridley and, and Kirk like that's that's how you get him you know 500 600 yards like without really breaking a sweat because you, you can't you can't cover Kirk and Ridley one-on-one without without safety help and if your linebackers are saying like okay like we do know that they're going to get the ball to Etienne in the air four five, six times a game, then suddenly Darnell Washington going four for 60 pretty much, you know, every game or four for 50 is, is not that hard to imagine. Um, plus his, his blocking acumen is, is sort of not that terrible for a team that, that probably does want to run the ball more than most. I mean, I don't know. I, I haven't really thought about like specific like team fits or anything i don't know like how are they with drafting guys who are just like freaks <laughs> but i mean really yeah. he doesn't play Brett bowers plays over him well bowers is is the best like bowers has been te1 for two years now and he can't come out until next year like right. like the moment he came on to scene everybody was like oh he's he is he's insane this guy like usually the players who are like that are like the leonard Fournette's. Where you're like, as a freshman, you're like, he should, he should leave. He should not be playing college football anymore. He is ready to go. Um, usually they don't look like Brock Bowers because Brock Bowers looks like a very normal six, seven person. And he's just a freak. Yeah. That's the, the interesting thing with him will be how he's tr- like, maybe he should just move to receiver because I'm hearing that he's not a good run blocker. And that's the thing that they, in the NFL, they ding tight ends for all the time, and tight ends get paid a lot less. Like guy like Mike Gesicki, it's like the same kind of thing. Like yeah, he wants he's, he wants more money because he's a good receiver, but he's like not even interested in doing the actual like tight end stuff. But they're like, oh, if we can call you a tight end and uh, so we can pay you less, we're going to do it. Like so, they're doing it. Yeah, I mean, I I think the thing is with he's very I, I think he's Gesicki plus obviously. Like I, I think that he's um. I think that the best comp for him would be like a billionaire's version of Devin Funches. Um, where it's like he's <laughs> tight end sized and he moves more or less like a tight end and he can get open usually, but he doesn't want to do the things that make a tight end an, an actual like mismatch, which Darnell Washington theoretically does. Uh, Michael Mayer does. I, I don't think Michael Mayer is getting out of the top half of the top, first round. Um, but if he, if he somehow, if he somehow drops, then yeah, I, I would love to see Mayer with, with Jacksonville, but um, 
but staying staying in the AFC, let's 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 get through the AFC before we uh before we get to this break. Um we we did get a listener question. Uh well, I guess technically like a Twitter follower question from uh, our our good buddy uh USMNT Stan. Um Adam, if you're out there, how you doing? Uh his question to us was uh is Josh Allen the new Jim Kelly minus the Super Bowl appearances? How overrated is he? Um and I, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, if you hold on to a bad opinion long enough, sometimes it comes back around. And I'm thinking that my bad opinion of Josh Allen might be coming back around. <laughs> um, so I think we need, I think we, you know, we need to, you know, keep a level head. You know, we're never, we're never as right as we think on Josh Allen, we're never as wrong as we think, you know, can't get too high, can't get too low. Here. Um, you know, I, I think this loss, to, it's not like he was turning it over a bunch of times. So no. I can't, I can't really put this one on Josh Allen when uh, their defense, which we've been hearing about uh, for two years, last year, the excuse was Tredavious White got hurt. This year this it was year, Von This year it's, it's Von Miller. And I know they've had some other injuries. Another guy in the D-line uh, was hurt. And they had uh, their, their secondary is very young, inexperienced secondary. Because um, uh, they're without, you know, besides Hamlin, there's another guy who's out um, in their secondary. So um, they, they had a lot of injuries on defense. But this is inexcusable two years in a row. Um, to lose know, games, you should win. Yeah, because I think their coach, um, and maybe it's maybe it's not their coach. Maybe it is just their organizational team building philosophy. But I think their coach, um, Who, McDermott influ- or Dorsey? No, McDermott is is influencing the team building and putting they're putting a lot of resources into this defensive line. Oh, Ed Oliver. Oh, Von Miller. Oh, um, you know Milano is is a Pro Bowler, and it's just like. They got dominated today. I mean, they gave yeah. up 27 points. I mean, you can you can talk about Josh Allen all you want because um, they they scored 10 points. I mean, look, it was all phases. Um, but I think, like, let's talk about you know how we were talking about um, Jacksonville's weapons. Well, what what do the Bills have exactly besides Stephon Diggs? Because um, it looks like Gabe Davis didn't really. I mean, Gabe Davis know. is is boomer bust. And yeah. like, like if, if, if the point is, is that, I mean, I, I would say like the biggest issue is, is that if you, this team doesn't have a, a change up, right. They don't have a curveball. It's can Josh Allen throw the ball enough to, to Stevon Diggs and maybe Gabe Davis um, to make a defense play, play pass. And then Devin Singletary and James Cook and it used to be Zach Moss. Now it's Naheem Hines can get enough going on the run game to make it, to make it a, a, a difficult team to stop. But in a snow game in which he, what was he four for 12 on tar- targets to Stefan Diggs, Um, like that's sort of it. Like if he can't get the ball to Diggs, what, what is he going to do? Because then, then you end up feeding what, who, who is their leading receiver? Dawson Knox. Like that's not going to work on, on any sort of serious level. Um, and I, I think like my answer with about, about Josh Allen and, and I don't like Jim Kelly did a lot more than Josh Allen has done so far, but 
I don't think Josh Allen is as good as people say he is. And I don't, I've, I've thought that for a really long time because I have my internal biases of me yelling into the void. He fucking sucks during draft stuff. Um, but like, I've never seen him when things get tight, right? Like in, in basketball, there's this like concept that like people play differently in the playoffs. Um, you know, every play matters, every possession matters. Whereas in the regular season, people will not be as focused. Um, this is, this has now happened a couple of times. Um, I'm, I'm not saying he's like not a quarterback you would build around. Of course he is. I'm not saying he's not talented. Of course he is. I'm not saying he's not even good. Of course he is. I'm saying that in the discussion of who is, who is, who, who are the quarterbacks who can win you a title? I'm not sure he's one of them. You know, maybe look, if everybody's healthy. Oh, come on, come on. He came I don't know. back. He came back twice with three minutes left against the Chiefs last year, and the defense couldn't stop him from a field goal with 13 seconds left. They would have been. I mean, if uh, he was a better Joe Flacco, Joe, Joe Flacco would have made that defense get a stop. I'm just saying. Like, quarterback I know, wins Bur- are a Burrow, thing. Burrow, they would have got a pick six. I mean, I'm, right. It's a skill that Joe Burrow has that every time his team plays, they pick <laughs> off the other team twice. Um, <laughs> Um, it's a skill it's a skill skill. um but you know what else is like a true skill um and that that is the ability to uh enjoy paramount plus hey everybody uh is this a recorded ad read it is you have (laughs) (laughs) do it again no just keep going just keep going UEFA Champions League Soccer is streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Nine months of heart-stopping, hold-your-breath exhilaration is underway with the biggest stars, top teams, you'll note not Arsenal, and craziest fan bases across Europe. Watch every match from the group stage through the knockout rounds as Benzema and Real Madrid defend their title, no, against Liverpool, no, Man City, yeah, probably. Chelsea, no. PSG, come on. Barcelona, now you guys are clearly just messing with us. And more, fire, in soccer's biggest <laughs> club competition. So don't miss a single sweat-soaked second of regulation time, stoppage Boys. time, and extra time. And stream every match of the UEFA Champions League. Live exclusively on Paramount Plus. Uh, we'll also note that you can watch Europa League and Conference League on, on Paramount Plus, but they're not going to advertise for that. Golazo. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. So let's uh, let's hop over to the uh, NFC. Um, Giants, clown frauds, question mark? I mean, the biggest clown frauds are the Vikings. <laughs> I mean, we should, we should never have even had to watch this game. That's um, true. That's true. Like this should have this should have been Kirk Cousins versus uh versus Taylor Hurts. Not yeah, I mean the Giants this. don't the, the Giants don't belong in the playoffs, didn't belong in the playoffs. They just didn't. 
I mean, I don't understand what the Vikings were doing on defense still. I mean, 20 whatever points they scored was plenty, should have been plenty to beat uh, the Giants. I mean, they they did nothing against Philly. You know, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking at, yeah, I'm looking at the Giants sort of end of the season. And from, from that game against the Lions on, what was it? The week before Thanksgiving, they went, uh, like they, they, they beat the Colts and the, and, and the commanders. And that was that they lost, they got humiliated by the Eagles. They got humiliated by, um, or they, they, they lost to a bunch of other teams. Like, I don't think the Giants are good. I don't think that. The Giants think that the Giants are good. The most interesting thing I think about this Giants team is like, did they accidentally win enough to make them believe that they are good and then get into a situation where you have, you know, Danny Dimes getting a ton of money? I don't think Danny Dimes is going to get a ton of money. I think I think they will either give him a reasonable-ish type of three or four-year contract um, or they'll just give him the franchise tag. I mean, Daniel Jones getting the Kirk Cousins is a little on the nose, but yes, like just franchise tag him until he has a bad year, then then send him on his way. Well, I mean, you already you already saw like everyone was all over Daniel Jones after the Vikings game, and then he comes out and has a huge you know terrible game this week. So it's like, you know, the 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 front office that the Giants have now is still the same front office that turned down his fifth year option. Obviously, they wish they would have picked it up now because. He had a good. He got them to the playoffs. He had a good enough season, and, yeah. and he won a playoff game. He had a good enough season that um, you, ha- you keep, have to keep him. They don't have to keep him, but they're well, going to. Right. I mean, well, the, the thing is, is that you look at it and you say, like, is is, and and this is actually a serious question. Like, I actually don't know the answer to this question. Is Daniel Jones a better option than Derek Carr, or you know whoever else is going to be available? Um, well, yeah, he's way younger, so yeah. Well, but 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 I, but what I'm saying is that if you're putting him on the franchise tag, like you're going year to year. So in 2023, what are your ambitions as the Giants? Like, what what are you trying to do? Because I I you know you look at that team and you say like, wh- who are you building around? Like, what what is the theory here? Because like uh, Wandale and Saquon, um, I think they're they're definitely a team that would be interested in in Michael Mayer. Yeah, um, sure. But with, like, I think they're building around Danny Danny Dimes at this point. I I just don't see the rest, right? Like I I don't see the rest of the team being. I mean, they have enough. they have some young guys on the offensive line. And I guess, I guess, you know, you, you go in that defense. I actually do like their defense. Like, I'm like, you go through their defenses, like Jalen Smith, Xavier McKinney, Kayvon Thibodeau, Dory Jackson, Dexter Lawrence. Like, I do like that core of essentially Clemson defenders. Um, but, you know, beyond that, I, 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 I'm not high on the Giants' future. I, I would sell my, my future stocks. Um, I'm not sure what. Cap, you... I think their cap is in really bad shape. Right, that's so, the other part because, of it. Because of Gettleman. So, like, James Bradbury is, like, on the Eagles now because they had to they had to right. cut him before the season. Like, they're going to they're gonna cut Kenny Galladay as right. soon as they, they, they can. have to. No, just, um, I mean, I mean, yeah, it will save, it will save the money, sure. But also, I mean, he, he's been very, he, he's, he hasn't been good. I mean, also that. No, yeah. Um, 
but the Eagles have been good. Like I, I think that I, I'm not sure how good the Eagles are. I am sure that I like them more than any team remaining. Um, Chiefs included, I think. Um, I think that they are going to smoke the 49ers next week. I don't think that game's going to be particularly close. Um, but I think I, th- I think it's really interesting the way that this team can operate because Jalen Hurts is so good at sort of like it's it's weird to call him it, but he is like an excellent game manager. And and like that that's become like a like an insult, but like he just like manages games very well and makes the right decision consistently. Um, and I like that's why Saban loved him back at Alabama. It's it's why he's in the situation he's in. Like. I, I just don't see him making enough mistakes that the 49ers will be able to win because they're, the, you know, they're not a more talented team. And look at what he's got on this offense. Okay. Elite offensive line, Lane Johnson, Kelsey, um, yeah. you know, we already mentioned AJ Brown and Smith, but uh, we didn't Dallas, mention Goddard, Dallas, Goddard. Da- Dallas Goddard's an elite tight end. Yeah. And, 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 uh, and the running game, like they've got, I mean, they already used the Boston Scott game because, you know, Giants, but Kenny Gainwell and Miles Sanders is a is, is a fine running back pair. Like that's fine. Yeah, but um, uh, you know it'll be interesting because they have a high pick and uh, um, Sanders, I believe, is a free agent. Yeah, I mean, I, I I wouldn't be shocked to see them go running back in in the second round. Like you know, I I think that the the kid from TCU, um, the one who got hurt in the Michigan game, Miller. Um, uh, yeah, Miller. Um, I think, I think he'll be pretty available at their normal pick in the late second round. Um, I think that you could, you could probably get, probably get, um, I guess, uh, yeah, well, no, it's going to be a situation where people are going to move up because like, I, I keep forgetting that Blake Corum is not in this draft for reasons that are wildly unclear to me. Um, but you know, I I think I think Miller is someone who could who could who could step into the to Eagles pretty easily, um, but I guess we 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 now are are forced in a way to talk about uh, Brett Mayer um, because this game is I, we didn't talk about it last week um, because I was I was out of out of office. Um, all I can think about with this guy is Chuck Knobloch. Like that's all I could think about um missing extra points like this when he's a good kicker like he's a good kicker but I I don't know what else there is to say about it I mean this was all-time stuff with Jerry Jones going on with him shanking kicks in uh pregame and Jerry Jones going down on the field to give him a pep talk Jerry Jones noted kicker uh friend of the kicker and then him shanking one when he when he shanked the first one I was like I was because I had defended them keeping him all week because of his track record um, of kicking and just, you know, the math of it all. But um, as soon as he missed the first one, I completely emotionally went back on all of that and and was like, did they did they royally screw up keeping him (laughs) here? I mean, I guess, you know, maybe it mattered a little bit for the point spread that he was missing. He missed the kick, but um I mean, he made, he made his two field goals. Like, I th- I think like the, the the field goals were short as hell though. He didn't have to make like a forty five yarder or something. Yeah, but like also, well, one of one of them was like 40, 40 plus. No, thir- 
I thought I thought one of them was like 38 and then the other one was like even one, shorter. Yeah, yeah. One, one, one of them was like a chip shot, like 25. But I thought one of them was, was it 38? I, I thought it was like 45 or 40. No, that, or the other one I think was short, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, 43. Oh, okay. 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 That's, that's deep. That's deep. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but I, th- I think like. It wasn't a closer game. If there were, if there were stakes, it would have been, if there were higher stakes, it would have been more. Right. Um, I, I think it's also worth mentioning, um, like just like while we get into quarterback discourse, um, Dak Prescott, I don't know. I don't get him. Truly, truly and deeply do not understand Dak Prescott. I mean, just not everyone, you know, not everyone gets a, a, the heroes, the heroes ending. I mean, at this point, it is like Dak, Dak Prescott. I don't, uh, you know, I don't get him. It's like, how how, long, how much longer do you think Zeke is going to be on the Cowboys? Let alone, you know, if they might move on from Dak, there's not, there's not that much longer you know, on, on Dak's contract, I remember someone was sending in the group chat, look at Dak's not making any money in the future. It's like that, that's a void year. That's not even like a, right. He, he's a free agent at that point. So, I mean, uh, and and you look at him, it's like 25,000 yards, 67% completion percentage over the course of his career. Like he's had a successful career. I just like, I don't know what he is. Like he, is, is it just like the Cowboys are incapable of having a quarterback who can win in the playoffs? Like the last quarterback to, to, to make a conference championship game in that, in that organization was 25 years ago. Like it's a really long time ago. I have trouble killing them for this game. Cause I was like coming in, coming into this game, people were saying, yeah, you know, if, if Dak Prescott loses to Brock Purdy here on the road, then you know, he's terrible and all, and all of these things, he's not worth the money and, and everything like that. And it's like, well, they're four point underdogs. So like no one, right. they no one is really saying that they should win this game. It's just like, I think they're kind of playing with house money. Like if he, if he lost to Tom Brady, who is too afraid to even go near taking a hit, then that's one thing. Um, but he cooked Tom Brady. So yeah. I mean, my thing with him, my thing with Dak and, and with the Cowboys themselves is that like, and, and part of, look, part of this is the fact that they refuse to, to play proper football with their, with their talent base. Like, you know, Tony Pollard obviously got hurt in this one, but like Zeke should not be getting the ball the amount that he does compared to Tony Pollard. Um, they shouldn't. Well, they, that now, that's, a, that's a whole thing now. Because Tony Pollard had what looked to be a significant ankle injury, right? Tonight. And and like I said, with Zeke's the way Zeke's contract is, it might have to be restructured, or maybe he um, is cut or traded. Well, I, I, I yeah, I, I just you look at this team and you say, okay, CD Lamb is obviously someone you can you can say is a, is a top ish top. I, I mean, upper echelon wide receiver in the league. Um, he's a stud. He's a yeah. he's a pro. He's an all pro type of yeah. receiver. Yeah. yeah, and then and then you say like, okay, is there anybody else outside of Tony Pollard who you really like on this offense? Well, um, so that's the, that's the funny thing is the guy that Dak loves is Dalton Schultz. Yeah, and and he's a free agent, and like I already mentioned, their cap situation is it's, uh, it's not good. Not good. It's interesting, which is not good. So. Yeah. And, um, and- but and, and they had other tight ends that showed flashes like Hendershot and Ferguson. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, 
I don't, I don't think you, I don't think team. you bring him back. I think Ferguson is, is, is a guy. I, I like Ferguson a lot. Um, and they have a deep look. They have argued, you know, one of the best defensive players in the league in Parsons. They have yes. a wildly overrated, but very good defensive back in Trayvon Diggs. Um, yes. It's a team that should be competing. Like if the Eagles weren't in their window right now, like you would say, like the Cowboys should, should be winning the NFC East every year. But well, so the Giants are, are, are okay. The, the, the Eagles are good. The commanders are Washington, but like, is Dallas, is Dallas prepared to be the third or fourth best team in their division for the next three years? It is interesting though, because the calculus will change for the Eagles once they pay Jalen Hurts after he wins the Super Bowl. Right. Um, so that's going to happen maybe. Um, you know, so that'll, that'll change things. But I, I mean, I'm, I'm not as in tune with their cap situation, but um, and yeah, the giants are going in the right direction, but I mean, if the giants commit to Daniel Jones, then they're committed to Daniel Jones. I mean, the NFC, like, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Adam Schefter said it's a strong, or it's a real possibility that he's traded this off season. You know, Tom Brady might've played his last game. Like, and maybe um, his last game in the NFC. Well, or maybe just period his, la- his last right, game. Right, yeah. NFC. So, like, things are down in the NFC. Like, that's why, I like, we were saying this this time last year when we were talking about the Vikings, we were talking about the Seahawks, we were, we were talking about, we were saying anybody can put, the, put their chest out a little bit and say, hey, I can win the NFC next year. Jared you know, Goff can absolutely win the NFC next year. I mean, you know... No, we're not counting it out. No. Look, um, look, we just want we just want some home games. Then you try to try to beat Jared at Ford Field. Good luck. <laughs> um but like I, I think that that's sort of like the the calculus, right? Like you look at it and you say, like, okay, the NFC South is bad and it's going to be bad next year. Um you know, unless unless Lamar Jackson ends up in Atlanta um as is as is being rumored, like Nobody in the NFC South is going to be good next year. Um, you know, the well, NFC... I mean, the, the, that rumor, I mean, is more, I mean. No, Ravens, it's his agent. Right. Yeah. The, the Ravens don't seem like, like he's going anywhere based on well, what they're, they're saying the other day. Well, like the, the, the offer that was like released to the media today, which was like, what was it? Like 130? I don't, I, I, it was 130. It was, it was way low. But Super here's low. Thing. Here's here's the thing. He wasn't a free agent yet, so why? You know, I I understand. I understand that people are like, you know, you're comparing what's being offered, you know, during a negotiation to what was agreed upon. You know, I mean, it's right. They're, like, they're, they're it's, trying. It's... They're trying to get a deal here. You know, I mean. I, that's that's the party line i know but I'm, I'm just saying it's it's look no one's giving him you know what the rumor whatever you know that he wants fully guaranteed i'm I'm sure he would he would take you know if he if he just beats you know stafford and kyler murray and all those guys that have signed recently i'm sure he would take that or what's in line with you know burrow and herbert are about to get paid i, mean, I imagine that's going to be the isn't the he benchmark. younger than joe burrow technically Right. I think so. Yeah. I think, I think he's a, like somehow he's a year younger than Joe Burrow. 
<laughs> I don't understand how Lamar Jackson's 26 or whatever and, and Joe Burrow. Uh, um, because because is, Burrow is 25. Because Burrow was an actual uh, like redshirt senior his last year or whatever, and Lamar Jackson bailed the moment he could. Um, which... It's all Urban Myers because Urban Meyer knew that Joe Burrow had no arm strength. Get him off. Get him off his field. I mean, Urban Meyer, uh, impeccable judge of talent. We know this. Um, he has always been very successful when he didn't have overwhelming talent. Um, <laughs> Literally, nobody held back Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence more than, <laughs> than Urban Meyer. It's nobody, weird, right? <laughs> like stop them more. Like, like it, 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 it took Urban Meyer. Hall of Fame college coach to put the brakes on Joe Burrow. And it took Urban Meyer Hall of Fame college coach to make Trevor Lawrence look bad. That says something. <laughs> um, yeah, who Who is he going to give like the golden chip on their shoulder next? Who, who Who's going to be the third one? I mean, I, I, I have to think that uh, if we get another, well, you know, th- there's only one place that like Urban is like constantly rumored can we get joe milton in a room with urban meyer i don't want to do that to joe milton (laughs) joe milton's so fun why would you like joe milton is actually a a funny a funny case because like right like he was at michigan um and michigan was like no no we're not doing this we're gonna do kate (laughs) mcnamara who in in turn gave way to jj mccarthy but um like joe milton's great because joe milton is like twitter's quarterback right it's like what is he? He's six five. He's fast and he has cannon. And it's like, does he make intricate like checkdowns? Nope. Goes deep. What if it's not open? Fuck it. Go deep. It's like, thank you, Joe Milton. You, you, you are exactly what I want out of quarterback. Um, Joe Milton rules seventeen to one uh, to win the Heisman next year. Why not? Like, <laughs> what, like, do I think he will win? No. Do I think it will be close? No. But like I, I don't know if, if if like like Georgia and Tennessee both have like a cent or Tennessee has a two game season, but like Georgia has a one game season. If Joe Milton balls out for some reason, like why not? Sure, great. Let um, him cook. Let, let Joe cook. cook. Let Joe cook. Um. So the last thing I want to mention here is uh is just like a funny thing about the way things work and and the way that we talk about football. Um. The four quarterbacks in in the conference finals are Patrick Mahomes, um, already surefire Hall of Famer. I'm not sure, but, but yeah, yeah, probably. Um, Joe Burrow, best uh, college football season of all time. Jalen Hurts, national champion and Heisman winner, and Brock Purdy, guy who played reasonably okay at Iowa State. Quarterbacks, quarterbacks matter, but like sometimes stuff happens <laughs> like i i don't i don't know what to do with proc purdy i is he good so i have i have watched uh i have watched a film breakdown um of brock purdy and um there are definitely some things that he's doing it's not it's not all shanahan is getting guys wide open that's not that's not no that's i mean happening. he's 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 played really well but like there's like I don't know. I've I've been like baseball mind recently for some reason. I'm not sure why, but like, it feels like this is his first time through the order. Like that's what Brock Purdy looks like to me. Well, this was the first time he'd ever faced a good defense, like a really good one with Dallas put up and he he didn't touchdown. Yeah. He didn't have a great game, but I mean, he did. Okay. I mean, I, I definitely think 
there is something to work with. Look, here's what I'll say though. I, I think he I think he had an easy schedule down the stretch. I think we can all agree if Trey Lance was doing this, we'd be fitting him for a Hall of Fame jacket. Oh, I would be okay? losing my damn mind. So so, <laughs> so Brock Purdy's gonna have Mr. Irrelevant that's gonna be held against him, you know, until the 49ers fully commit to him as the quarterback of the future there, if that is ever even gonna happen. But um uh no i don't i don't see any reason to uh back off of brock purdy uh, full disclosure i am the new owner of a super flex dynasty team that has brock purdy um, <laughs> so you're you're invested so i mean i well i i thought this was kind of the time to invest was like before this game and like if you think brock purdy stinks then like and like yeah he would have had a you know a mistake prone and and worse game than he, than he ended up having today I think he did. I think he did fine. I mean, I think it was kind of like I sent a tweet to the group chat that was like the 49ers. Um, they had to run to set up the pass so that they could run more. It was just the real <laughs> galaxy brain game plan. But like, that's what you get with Kyle Shanahan. He's like a weird, he, you know, he, yeah. he's weird vape dad. But he they is... have so many weapons. And and Brock Purdy's good. I, I promise you guys. This is not just like, oh, he's doing a Jimmy G with Brock Purdy and like they can't win. Like I think the Eagles will beat them. Um, like I think Jalen Hurts is is really good. And, and like we talked about the Eagles weapons. Eagles defense has a lot of veterans and s- still. I mean, this is this is kind of the Eagles' best chance to win. Like everything changes for the Eagles um once they pay Hurts. And then also they have some guys on this team are holdovers from like the last time they won the Super Bowl, which was yeah. seven seven years ago already, six, seven years ago. So uh, like Fletcher Cox and uh and Kelsey and Kelsey and Lane Johnson. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you how how much longer are those guys really gonna be Kelsey's gotta be done after this year. He's, he's... As good. right. So so we'll see, you know, we'll see what happens with that. I mean, Jalen, Jalen Hurts is obviously going to be really good, but like how, how dominant, you know, this was such a important year. Um, when you have, you know, a guy like Smith ready to break out, you go make a trade for AJ Brown. Goddard was already, already cooking. Yeah. I mean, like as, as good as Fletcher Cox is, as good as Brandon Graham are, like they're not, if they come back next year, they're not the same guys. Like, like you start aging in dog years and like, look, like Jordan Davis is great. And, you know, Darius Slay can't be that old. But, like, you lose a lot of veterans. You lose a lot of know-how. Jalen Hurts is going to get paid. And, like, things things suddenly get a little bit a little bit iffy. But um, they're a good team. I, 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 I think given the fact that, um, like, the way that odds actually work, I think right now they're probably the betting favorite because they're probably significantly favored over the 49ers. Um. um. I don't know. I don't know uh, how much they they will be or, or if they will be, but I think maybe they should be. I mean, when you think about it, you know, with Mahomes' injury and just the Bengals, you know, if the Bengals were to make it. I mean, I think the Bengals they're a good team, but I mean, they they can be they can be had. Um, yeah, know, I think I think the the Eagles would take it to them. Um, right now, the the line by Caesars has Philly minus two. Um, at home which feels wrong to me that feels really low does that feel really low to you i mean they're at home 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, no, I mean, I mean, the 49ers have really good running game. I mean, they have all pros basically everywhere. So. All right. I mean, so, so, uh, if you want to, if you want to listen to me, I think, uh, hammer Eagles minus two. If you want to listen to Nick, maybe like lightly tap Eagles minus two. Um, just, just, we'll find we'll find some bets for it. We'll find some Dallas Darryl. Dallas Dallas Goddard first <laughs> touchdown. Maybe that was a good one this past weekend. I think I think uh, I want to shout out a friend of the pod, Justin Thind, for uh, explaining how we could get out of the we could uh, overwhelm the national debt by simply betting on Boston Scott to score a touchdown this week. Like had we? Had I we think simply... I think Vegas. Yeah, I think Vegas actually went belly up just off of the Boston Scott thing because that was such a narrative that had been out there like it's that, a meme but it happened yeah it was it was disgusting i mean because <laughs> i I was like i was like yeah yeah boston scott like every idiot's talking about that like i didn't even look up the odds because i just thought oh it's so stupid and it was like three to one at some places or like even higher like plus 350 <laughs> so i mean definitely definitely should have bet it um you know i mean i knew they would i knew they would smoke the giants People yeah. were like talking about like, you know, the 2000 set, like the, the teams that beat the Patriots, like all last week, just cause they beat like the horrible Vikings. Like, yeah. It's, on, it's, it's, it's a little different. And also like, the thing is, is that, um, you know, even if Danny Dimes was Eli Manning, which he's not um, like it, there were really good ride receivers on those teams and really good defensive players. And, and none of those guys are walking through that door. Um, yeah. OC, OC Uminura is not walking through that door, guys. Um, or who else? Doesn't matter. Um, but, uh, all of that and Justin more. Tuck. Justin Tuck. Um, you should, if you, if you're interested in, uh, do, are, is, is FTN, uh, giving us some, uh, some information about, uh, daily plays during the playoffs? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. F, go to FTN daily. Um, yeah, check out the, uh, I mean, the NFL, I mean, it's pretty much, there's three games left, so um, there's still showdown, still got showdown. Yeah, um, and also, uh, so so uh, for all of your, your for, for those three games, but also, you know, general gambling, but also um, baseball, fantasy, daily fantasy stuff, uh, make sure to follow uh, Nick at Electric Snuff, um, you can go ahead and follow the the um main account there i i don't really want to promote them you can at ftn daily i guess um they they pay our boy and that and we love them for that um you can find me uh, at diamonds Square or at the main account at tls tds uh nick is sometimes tweeting from the main account sometimes it's greg sometimes it's other people uh usually me um special thank you to our sponsors smith workforce management group uh whoever blue air decides to put in paramount plus Maybe so overalls. We'll see. Um, shout out to Instagram. We will be having our ranking of Urban Meyer's uh, favorite uh, lap dance bus, uh, you know, coming soon on the Instagram. Number one, Outback. Outback Steakhouse. Uh, you wouldn't have thought so, but it appears that that's the case. Um, so please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your local uh, disgraced former Ohio State coach. There's a lot of them. Um, but obviously, dear listener, we couldn't and wouldn't do this without you. So thank you so much. And we will see you next time.
Sports Social Podcast Network.